Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Everybody, welcome to Bois King of the Hill podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm Rusty. He is Rusty. This is uh, Squishmallow. Uh, Squishmallow. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan sent that. Yeah. Hey, uh, season four, episode eight. Not in my backhoe. Not in my backhoe. Yeah, and uh, on Hulu and on IMDb, it's named the same. Okay, so, so they got it right nice. this time. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. yeah, that's become a theme uh, for us here. The, uh, the inconsistencies has. on Hulu and yeah, I wonder if it was there's like a person who who's doing that that just said uh, I'm going to take creative liberty with this and just put whatever I want. Maybe or they were just looking at the sheet too fast while they were typing and they're like, oh, okay. That's, that, what that's I'm thinking enough. is maybe it's a difference between like script and uh, on air or something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, probably. All right, so, um, oh, by the way, let me tell you guys, if you could, go to patreon.com slash blah, B-W-A-A-A. Just check it out. There's not much there right now, but there is a $3 tier where you can just support us, and uh, if you feel so inclined, we'd sure appreciate it. Um, yeah. That's the hard sell do that. right there. Yeah, do that for us. That would, that would be cool. <laughs> and there's going to be uh, new content and stuff yeah, like that yeah, that we're yeah, going to yeah, put yeah. there as, as we develop and figure out notes, what kind of stuff we're going to put. All the notes, all uh, the extra stuff that we do. And eventually, once once we have communicated it well enough and everything's communicated, we're going to slowly start taking down back back catalog mm. off of uh, Spotify and everywhere and putting it to Patreon so that uh, – in order to get access to that, you've got to you know open the door. I have this big itchy patch on my hand, and I don't know where it came from. Like it's just itchy. You've I've been putting cortisone. Did you and put stuff calamine like that. on it? Maybe. I'm putting calamine. Yeah, on it. Maybe I need to cut the there. oxygen off. Or huh? you know, uh, 
Is it like a bug sting or something? You should get like no. some tobacco and spit on it, it and then put it on there. <laughs> that sounds like a lot, of, lot to do. Do you, do you never had that as a kid? Like no. an, an old person no. do that to you? I, I, I think I peed on a jellyfish sting one time. I got I a bee sting one time, and I watched my dad. He smoked cigarettes at the time. He I've broke a cigarette yeah. in half, yeah. spit on the cigarette tobacco, yeah. and put it on my hand. Yeah. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And he said, "Oh, it'll suck the poison out." I don't know about sucking the poison out, but it, uh, yeah, it, it sure definitely. Is. I think what it does is cut the oxygen off from these things, and that's what helps them feed yeah, I, I don't know it hadn't spread or anything it's just it's just like hell i don't know uh anybody got any home remedies let me know all right so season four episode eight not in my back hoe we start no uh, bell no yell uh and uh this is it's a weird opening because basically we've got a backhoe coming from one end of the alley and a uh, big truck carrying a septic tank coming from the other yeah. end of the alley. You don't really know what's happening when it first starts because they're going right at each other like playing chicken. And so we see that, uh, and then we realize that the guys are driving them. Uh, in the truck with the sewage tank on it is Bill and Dale. In the backhoe is Hank and Boomhauer. Uh, they're honking at each other, and then finally they screech at a stop. Hank's like, yeah, and everybody's just so happy and all that stuff. Bill jumps out and goes, Dale won just by a hair. I don't know what they were racing at. Like, yeah, I'm not sure where the race was, was either. No, yeah, there, there was, was no, no apparent race. <laughs> I guess he got closer, but I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. they all get out, and they're all cheering and laughing. Uh, Dale says, she is power, enormous yellow power. Uh, and Hank says, I feel like my whole life's been leading to this day, so let's see how you guys did. Uh, <laughs> Bill. Imagine the highlight of your life being... <laughs> Digging up a hole for a septic that's right, tank. That's right. Uh, well, I think it's just the big machinery. You know, I think they just love the big machinery. I really like trains. Do you? Yeah, I love trains. Okay, really love Turtle trains. Boy. <laughs> turtle Boy, yeah. I, I like, like turtles. <laughs> yeah. no, I really like trains, yeah. I had a, uh, um, when my son was real small, we had his birthday party. And, you know, he's got his, his, his birthday is in July. Yeah. And so it's tough to get school friends there because most of them are out on vacation and yeah, things sure. like that, right? So he had one kid show up to this birthday party. It was at Doc and Lottie's. I don't know if you remember Doc and Lottie's. I remember Lottie's. Doc and Lottie's. That was out off of Franklin, right? Yeah, it yeah. was right there on, no, it was right there on 35, uh, where ITT was. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking some about. Other, yeah, yeah, some yeah, yeah, yeah. other for-profit school. Yeah. Uh, they'll teach you how to drive a diesel. Um, and so, uh, anyway, we were having this, this, and this kid comes over to me. He's holding his Dr. Pepper, uh, mind you. Well, maybe there were two kids. But anyway, one of the only kids that showed up. He looks right at me. I'm a full-grown adult, right? Yeah, yeah, And he yeah. goes, my favorite vehicle on wheels is a train. And then he pours his drink all over his head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that kid's future no, looked uh, like. But, my, uh, uh, my mom's dad was an engineer. <laughs> and when I was a, a kid, uh, he had uh, trains inside of a museum. He had train oh, yeah? engines yeah. that he had like designed big, like in Manchester. Yeah, well, oh, he, yeah, the engines or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so it was uh, at Thomas's house. Uh, it, w- it was Manchester Museum of Trains or something Thomas like that. Thomas the Tank Yeah, yeah, Thomas the yeah, Tank Sure. Uh, he's an engine, not a train. He's an engine. That's right. He's not a train. The train is the a train is uh, like all inclusive. All inclusive. Right? Yeah, because some people will mistakenly call a just the engine by itself a train, and it's yeah, not. It's no, an engine. It's the engine. Then yeah. you got the caboose. Pisses then you got the train fans off. The different kinds of cars, yeah, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then all the graffiti artists. Uh, okay, so he says, all right, well, so let's see how you guys did. Bill comes in and goes, it's the biggest septic tank they had. They sold one just like it to a bowling alley in Austin. I don't know if that's something you want to cheer about, that you've <laughs> nah. got the biggest septic tank. Uh, Dale says, guy tried to put it in his little uh, home unit. I told him, you don't know Bill. 
Bill goes, yeah, that's what he said. So he is saying that Bill excretes so much waste that he needs the very, very biggest septic tank possible. That's insane. Uh, One Hank, man. Hank says, oh, it's a real shame we have to put her in the ground. Yeah, it is, Hank. Uh, all right, so. Just think right now, <laughs> just think right now in all the backyards of America, how many covered up shitholes there are. Oh, from, absolutely. From, from past, like, you know, people who didn't have indoor plumbing. Imagine right now in small town America, just yeah. go out in your backyard and just uh, think uh, somewhere out there is a covered up hole full of shit. Where I grew up, we had a septic tank. We were out in Robinson. And so uh, yeah, that's, that's before tank. it even there, got there. Yeah. And uh, I can remember probably. Once, maybe twice a year, it would it would stop up and flood the flood did the they, yard. Did they have the water? It's a wonderful smell. Did they have the water thing out there off that road? The, I can't remember what road it is. Uh, now. It's right there. Like in the big town water tank, where, where, water tower. Where the where you've got the big where the big uh, where they have the water storage deal at in Robinson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, did they had all that out there then. Well, like I wasn't their own like water? like it, and this is inside baseball for everybody listening. Yeah, but it's all good. if you if you drive up the hill into Robinson, we were at the bottom of the hill before you go up. Yeah. So we weren't, we were like half Waco, half Robinson. Oh, you're right there, like the Brewster Street area. Mm -hmm. I was oh, right in front okay. of that, Meadowbrook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's where my grandma's house was, was on Brewster Street. Oh, really? Where at on Brewster? Uh, Worst Street, probably. Oh, it's a terrible, terrible like, street. Yeah. God awful, still got so awful historically. My, uh, I don't know, somewhere like closer towards like the end. That's where I was. By so like Robinson area. My grandparents were on. Towards the, the high school, sorry, the university. Yeah. My grandparents were on Darden. I yeah. grew up on Meadowbrook, and then my first house I ever owned was on Brewster. Yeah, my grandma, and she it was inherited. Right at, it was in that last block. Was it? She yeah. inherited. It's on that side of the street. Yeah, I got you. Uh, she inherited that house from her aunt. I love that about, like, when we describe houses and where places are. It's on that side of the street. We never say left, right, or anything like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's over there by that thing. Well, it, well, you know, the direction we're facing yeah. is how I feel, I feel I like you. it. But sure. I think that, is that, does that happen in your neighborhood? I mean, we do that in Texas. We, we say, <laughs> we say like, whatever direction we're facing in, you just got to like, visualize. Because if he knows the street and I know the street, and yeah. I'm like... You know, the okay. absolute best thing I remember about growing up over there, though, is, um, you know, I'd just get on my bike and I'd be gone all day. There was a creek uh, down. It's a very King of the Hill-esque. It is very much so, yeah. yeah. It uh, it was, uh, there was a creek uh, that ran under old Robinson Road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's where all the teenagers threw their porn. So I used to. We were able uh, to find that. Uh, we came and visited in 94 from England. Mm -hmm. and I remember sitting on my grandma's back she had a screened in back porch and mm -hmm. I was feeding her dog Play-Doh. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I fed her dog like a good half container of Play-Doh. Beautiful turds. Uh, I don't, I don't remember the turds, <laughs> but I remember, uh, nobody knew about it. And I, I guess this is the, the, the confession. What a, what a colorful inside he has. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, before you get to the Creek, we could go down to the very end of the street. And, uh, because that was before they built the school there and all that stuff, you could see all the way across and watch the movies at the drive-in. We should start a podcast called Hometown Heroes. That's and we right. Just tell stories <laughs> from, from our hometown. I got, I got a couple of stories. Uh, okay, so next we are uh, uh, in Bill's yard, and Hank is in the backhoe, and he's digging up part of Bill's yard. Bill is just watching. Uh, Hank is is getting a little frustrated. He's like, "I should have hit the old tank by now, Bill. Are you sure you uh, surveyed it pre precisely?" Bill's like, uh, uh, "Sure. I mean, that that's my recollection." Mm -hmm. He goes, oh, 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 there's that, that's where it is. And then he's like, oh, oh, my mistake. Sorry. He just moves him all over the yard, puts the puts the little flag all over the place. He hadn't surveyed squat. He doesn't know where the hell his septic tank is. Yeah, no, he don't. So 
you uh, got a survey and most of them have like a a clean out that you could open yeah. so you could like yeah. pour chemicals and stuff into your yeah, shit that's tank. What, that was my thing i so, thought something should be sticking up. that's probably the problem with his tank is he's not putting no fluids in it oh come on None he's not doing anything microbials because you know they put like that microbial stuff that eats at the poop yeah you know he's not doing anything. yeah like you know what we're talking about mason you got to put the microbes in your septic tank to eat up your poop. I've only lived in public housing, so I don't know. What <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. Okay. He knows what a back to the toilet is, though. I know what a septic tank is. I've just never had the need for one. Also, I'm just confused on why you need one in a suburb. Because the plumbing was not uh, there yet, basically. So, like, where There's we a lot of suburbs that were like that back in the day. It's not so many anymore, but there was a ton of them back then. Where we lived, the original pipes coming in were uh, clay pipes. And so they would break all the time, and trees would grow into them, and all kinds of. We had all kinds of trouble with with stupid sewage and things. Uh, okay, so uh, they're out there digging around. Time moves moves very slowly out there, but he's digging all these different holes. Uh, and Bill says, "Well, maybe the tank's in the front. I don't know." And Hank's like, "Oh God, you just killed your whole back lawn, uh, a perfectly innocent lawn." Bill says, okay, big shot, where's your tank? He goes, side lawn, eight feet out, uh, five, seven inches from the pavement. I mean, he's just like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I know exactly where eight my feet, tank is. Nine, seven yeah. feet, inch, yeah, nine yeah. feet, seven inches from the pavement. Uh-huh. Bill's like, uh, oh, side lawn. Mine's on the side lawn, too. Okay, Bill, that's that's enough. Uh, you see Bill putting the stake in the ground one more time, and Hank says, uh, Bill, you can't just mark where you think it might be. That's not real marking. Bill's like, well, the flag is <laughs> in. <laughs> Dale comes around the corner uh, in the backhoe, and he goes, I am the hoe master. Hear me hoe. Uh, Hank, of course, is terrified. Dale, no, 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 no. Uh, we hear some screaming, and then, of course, Dale hits the house with the freaking backhoe. Mm. Knocks a big hole in the side of the house. Uh, Dale says, uh, Hank, you were right about it being complicated, but wrong to make me want to try it so badly. <laughs> <laughs> Blaming it on Hank. That's yeah. right. So Hank just kind of walks off in a huff. Bill's like, uh, hey, where are you going? He goes, to buy the L pipes for your septic tank. Dale, Road trip. Dale, of yeah. course, yeah. Road trip! Uh, Hank says, you're staying here. Bill's, can I come? Uh, no, I'll stay in the truck. And then Hank just drives off. He goes, oh, uh, he was right. I never would have stayed in the truck. Yeah, we, he <laughs> knows. Yeah, and he knows. Yeah, that's a good job. That's why you're there. All right, now we transition over to the Omega Aloha Mart. Uh, and Hank is in the, uh, the pipe, uh, the plumbing section, I, I presume talking to a poor kid and a guy in a, in a red vest. Uh, God, those give me some memories. I haven't worked at Sears wearing those damn oh, red the vests. Sears red oh, vests. Oh my God. I hated those vests. Uh, Hank's were they a, itchy? Were they made out of no, wool or something? No, they weren't. It just, it, it was like, like, you know, when they put people on the short bus and they take them places, uh, I mean, special <laughs> needs kids to school? <laughs> Not to school necessarily, but maybe like everybody oh, goes like, to the bowling alley or, or something like finger that. Finger painting right? at the museum or it's something. It's kind of the way you feel. Like you're like, why am I the dork in the red vest, you know, uh, hanging out? You. you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Maybe no, it was a you. bad analogy, but I'm just saying it's. No, it was, no, I totally understand. It, it made you just you. stick out, you know. It was just, uh, look at me, I'm the dork in a red vest. And there was no function to the vest. None. There was no function. It just said Sears on it. So, I mean, it could have been. You well, that's where uh, it's like the Walmart greeter wears the yellow vest yeah. instead of the blue one. Well, you could have so achieved. So, we know it's the greeter. You could have achieved the same thing with just a name tag. It would have been fine, you know? It's you not like have. on the yeah, back of it. Like, it, at least at Walmart on the back, it says, how can I help you or whatever, you know? Yeah. On these, it was just red. It was that's just funny. red. But then again, Walmart's in business and Sears is gone. 
Uh, all right, so we're at the Megalomart. Uh, Hank is in the uh, plumbing department. He goes, no, that's a straight pipe. I'm looking for an L pipe. And he's, he's holding the pipe up. The guy, <laughs> this is the stupidest argument ever. The guy in the red vest goes, L's are straight. He goes, uh, okay, lowercase, <laughs> maybe, but okay, fine. I'm looking for a capital, capital L, L pipe. pipe. Oh, my it gosh. Bends at a right that's angle. the problem. See, that's one of the things I hate is when you go to AutoZone uh, and you go and you ask for, oh, let me get a car part, and they're like, uh, well, let me look on the computer. Yeah. And then they pull up, and then you got to sit there and, like, you can't just say, because some people are good, and you can tell at AutoZone who knows about cars and who doesn't, but some people, they have to literally ask you every single tiny, I'm like, you can't just, you know, like there's a there's a there's a there's a base model for everything, and that's what I I drive the base model. When thing. I go to Home Depot or Lowe's, I feel bad for the folks that work there because a there's two kinds of folks that work there, right? There's there's people they just hired off the street. Like yeah, for this sure. guy who doesn't know that pipes bend doesn't know a damn thing. Yeah. And then there's the older older folks that you see in there, and they're usually working there because that store put them out of business. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's no, that's funny. And it's like at the Megalomart. I mean, that's that's what we see later on, you know. It's like Walmart comes in and just kills these small towns. Yeah. Uh okay. So he goes, Yeah, lowercase maybe, but but I'm looking for a capital L pipe. It bends at a right angle. Uh the guy just stares at him blankly and goes, Pipes, pipes don't, don't bend. bend. Pipe all pipes are straight. <laughs> okay, all pipes are straight. He goes, All pipes can't be straight. If they were, your department store wouldn't be selling those U pipes behind your shoulder. They both look back at the U-pipes. He goes, those aren't pipes. <laughs> He's just. And then at that point, we start overhearing another argument that's being held right next to them with another guy who looks suspiciously like Hank. Uh, yeah. He just wears a button-up shirt uh, instead. Cleveland Rocks. Yeah, Cleveland Mr. Mr. Rocks. Drew Carey. Hey, go back and watch Drew Carey. It's oh, it's the, a great show. It's on the Internet Archive. Yeah, For anybody that show. wants it, type in uh, Drew Carey, like complete series mm-hmm. or whatever. It'll pull yeah. it up. But uh, not only is it a great show, I just don't understand why it didn't like. And that show was just, it should have went way longer. Well, it was on for what, like five seasons or something uh, like that? Yeah, I think it was, it was on, on for, for, yeah, it was on for a good while, Three I to guess. five seasons, I guess. And then Drew Carey, I mean, you can't really cry for Drew Carey. I mean, getting the prices right. I mean, that's a pretty good gig. It's pretty good gig. I don't, yeah. I don't really like him in that position. Eh, I know. prefer, uh, they need to Bob keep Barker. that. No, they need to keep that. Uh, What's that show they all do? Uh, oh, what's whose line is it anyway? Whose line is it anyway? Yeah. They need to keep that going. Well, that Colin, one, that Colin one, just canceled it for for good. I think they that just one was really good, and then it went into syndication for a while. Oh, well, they never stopped making and it. And had the girl from uh, Archer. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember her name, but the girl from Archer was the host. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, she's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, she's on Ghost Whisperer. Also, is like the best friend. Oh, okay. and I can't oh, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, hey, Mason, Ghost do you know her name? The girl that hosted uh, Whose Line Is Anyway? Uh, I've never even seen that show. Oh, okay. All right. Best friend on Ghost Whisperer. That's who hosted it. Uh, all right. And so we start overhearing this other argument by another guy with a flat top that kind of looks a lot like Hank, maybe just a tiny bit taller, and he's wearing different clothes. But basically they're having the same argument you hear from uh hank you're supposed to be and then you hear from the other guy there's more than one size and then you hear from hank a plumbing associate and then you hear from the other guy they're different size holes and you don't know what a pipe is and then (laughs) they the two of them lock eyes it's like a yeah it's it's like a love story it really is it's like it's like a rom-com all of a sudden so they lock eyes 
Uh, and then the next thing we see is both of them walk into their truck. Uh, they get to their truck, and wouldn't you know it, they have the exact same truck. The exact same Hank's Ford F-150. Yeah. yeah, Hank, what's that? Aisha Tyler. I can't believe it. Aisha Tyler, that it is. That it is. That it is. The voice of, the voice of um, Lana on Archer. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, so uh, thank you, Mason. That's exactly what I was looking for. Um, they, they, Hank is there trying to get into his truck, and he realizes that he's got the wrong damn truck, you know, because he just walked up to one of them. Yeah, just walked up to a truck. And same deal with the other guy. We don't know his name yet. Uh, and they're both trying it, and they realize they have the identical truck. Hank looks at him and just says, oh, you're a nice truck. Uh, uh, Drew Carey, I'm going to call him, says, uh, does the job and then some. Uh, Hank says, did you get the recall notice about the belts? He says, back in 94. He goes, yep, got it. So uh, That's funny. Got <laughs> yeah, it. It's just, yeah. <laughs> so oh, how? picking up some kind of L-pipe, uh, Hank says, yep, two and quarter inch. Uh, Hal says, septic? He, uh, Hank says, <laughs> yeah, it's my neighbor's. We rented a loader backhoe for the job. I hear Mason's got a new design. Uh, or, uh, 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 Hal says, I hear Mason's got a new design. And Hank says, that's what I rented. And then Hal <laughs> says to him, well, then, I won't keep you. And they both just get in their truck and they drive just go off. Away. Yeah, they just drive off. Now, as they're driving off in different directions, Hank does look into the rearview mirror kind of longingly. It's, it's really weird. Like, it's, it's an odd little love story we got going on here. Uh, now we're back at the Hill House. Peggy and uh, Luann are at the kitchen table uh, talking, and Luann says, so then my professor says to me that I have the greatest potential of any junior college student that he's ever seen, and then he asked me to go to dinner to talk about oh, it some more no. and drinks, and she's just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, she does her giggle, and you, you really expect <clears throat> you really expect Peggy to say, oh my God, Luann, you gotta watch it. Nah, you know, she's blah, blah, blah. she's she goes, supporting this. She goes, dinner and drinks. Luann, honey, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I mean, that's so naive, yeah. Oh my God, she's leading her into the lion's den. That's not good at all. All right, so naivete for sure. Hank comes walking in, uh, and he seems happy. And uh, Peggy says, "Well, what are you smiling about?" He goes, "Oh, oh, well, I met a guy. Met a guy. Oh, <laughs> he's looking in the fridge." Hey, and uh, Peggy's do, like, do, "Yeah." Do, do, do. He says, "He says, yeah, at the Megalomart, we had the same truck, same year, same color. Smart guy too. He knew what an L pipe was for. It was nice." That's he, funny. He's standing there with his Alamo beer. He got out of the fridge. He finally opens it. Peggy's like, uh, "Are you going to see him again?" He says, oh, I don't know. You know, it was just a one-time thing with a guy in a parking lot. You know, that's all. <laughs> one-time thing with a guy in a, guy parking, in a parking lot. lot. Yeah. The language here. All right. Now we're at the gas station. Uh, Semantics. Yeah. Context <laughs> is everything. That's it. Uh, Hank is filling up at the gas station. We don't see the name of the gas station, which I, no, was, a little, I was a little disappointed in. There's no gas station name. And then uh, Hal, which uh, we only know because we watched the whole thing, pulls mm-hmm. up behind Hank. Uh, same truck, all that. They're both getting gas. Uh, Hal notices Hank, and he goes, hey, L-Pipe, how you doing? You uh, filling up a super? Hank's like, oh, my God, there is something wrong with this guy. He goes, regular, uh, because Hank would never fill up with super. Uh, Hal says, uh, just kidding. Hank's like, oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Uh, and then they both just kind of stand there at the pumps awkwardly, uh, they nod to each other before they leave. And as they're getting to the trucks, Hank turns around to him and goes, Hey, uh, you got some place you need to be, or maybe you want to grab a beer. And then he again goes imported. Hank's like, Oh shit, here it is. You know, yep. it's gotta be something wrong. What? No, no, no. Demet. And then he starts laughing. He goes, Oh, Oh, imported. I got to watch you. <laughs> All right. So this is my one and only note, uh, for okay, this. Here we go. 
So they're talking about super versus unleaded and all that. Uh, retail gasoline stations in the U.S. sell three main grades of gasoline. You know, you always see the three different pumps. Yep. Uh, the different octane levels. Regular, uh, it's generally 87. Don't know what that means. Uh, mid-grade, uh, generally 89 to 90. And then premium, 91 to 94. So here are the notes. Some high-performance vehicles require the use of premium fuel. These cars often use turbochargers to force air into the cylinders and create a higher compression ratio. So that's why yeah, you need yeah. a higher octane fuel. Uh, other engines don't require high-octane fuel, but strongly recommend it. You won't damage the engine or void your warranty using a lower octane, but uh, you'll get poor fuel efficiency and substandard performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it says uh, using a higher grade of octane than your car requires won't do any harm. However, it usually doesn't make any difference. You're paying for more expensive gas without tangible benefits. The main exception for this is older vehicles. Cylinders and other components wear down over time, which introduces some slop to the engine and makes premature ignition more likely. Boy, as you get older, your premature ignition really yeah. starts to happen. It's called spontaneous combustion is what it is. <laughs> if it's, your old car's yeah. engine is knocking, high-octane fuel can help fix the problem. That may have not been funny, but it sure was interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, it can it can increase performance <laughs> and efficiency, and it decreases emissions, actually. Yes, uh, absolutely with, can. With the, the higher octanes. So the next thing we see is they are sitting at, and now wait, uh, the, the name of this uh, place that they're at is uh, pretty highfalutin. What's it called? Uh, it's called The Sports Bar. The Sports the Bar. The Sports Bar. It is The Welcome Sports Bar. Welcome to The Sports Bar, bar hosted by The Sports Guys. <laughs> the Sports Guys from The Come Sports Come have some thing. sports drinks. <laughs> sports. Yeah, we've got some sports chili on the grill. <laughs> on the grill? Yeah, on the grill. Yeah, they got it on the grill, yeah. <laughs> You ever uh, seen people do that? Anybody got a pot? You, you ever seen people like yeah, put a yeah, pot yeah, on the yeah, grill? Yeah, cook it on the grill. Yeah, it's like cookie at the uh, for the for the Cowboys, or uh, or a cookie on Treasure Planet, or not oh, Treasure Planet or uh, Treasure. What's it called? Oh, Atlantis. Sorry, Cookie on Atlantis. He's the cook. He's the country cook on the. His name's Cookie. He was the guy know. who cooked all the food. He was a know. he was a country guy. I don't know anything about Atlantis. You ever seen the Atlantis movie? Sorry, never seen it. Michael J. Fox. No, I'm just thinking of like the guy on the trail ride. You know, they always had Cookie, the guy who could cook all the meals and stuff over that's the what, campfire. That's the joke. On, I'm in assuming the, in there, that's, that's the trope. Is he is gotcha. a really redneck guy, gotcha, chuck gotcha, wagon gotcha. style food. You know, a big old ladle full yeah. of country gravy and yeah. grits and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds pretty damn good. His name was Cookie. Yeah, it does actually. Uh, so they're both sitting there at the bar. Not, not grits though. I don't like grits. They're not I saying like a gravy. Damn thing to each other, and uh, they're just drinking their beer and eating peanuts exactly the same uh we hear like some country music playing on the on the jukebox uh hank he finally gets up and goes over to the payphone. once again we're seeing a payphone. two episodes in a row a payphone. uh kids that was where you drop a quarter in and you make a call uh and for your parents it was a dime uh hank picks up the phone and he's calling peggy he goes uh you know peggy we're having the best time uh, no no we didn't talk about that N no he didn't mention that N no that didn't come up either uh, look I i'll be home later so like literally she's asking him all these questions all and he's these like questions. nope didn't say anything yeah he's yep, good on that yep, didn't say a thing they're just they're just sitting there talking in in blissful silence they're just sitting there silently drinking to like-minded individuals yeah yeah you feel like there's a mind meld of some kind going on some weird stuff yeah uh, okay, so now uh, we <laughs> we transition back to uh, Rainy Street, and uh, Dale and Bill are uh, trying to pick up a beer can with the backhoe. So anything and everything but digging 
You know, they just want to try to yeah. try to do these Why tricks. Not? There's 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 a bunch of those on the internet that you can find. Oh, I'm there's sure. There's one where they take a uh, a backhoe and a bic lighter, mm. and they use the claw on the dump bucket, uh, on the dig bucket. Sorry, and they went like that and flicked it and held it down the gas and they got the lighter to light light and flick. It's crazy crazy. precision. That's people that OSHA probably doesn't like. (laughs) Somebody had to do something unsafe to test it People just like Dale and Bill here, you know? Yeah. Somebody had to do something unsafe. Maybe a little smarter. Um, So all we see is the beer can sitting on the street and the, the dump bucket coming down to get it. And you hear Dale saying more, more, more. And then Bill's like, is it open? And he misses the can and literally digs a hole in the pavement, like in oh, the, street. the street. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. Digs yeah. a hole uh, in the street. They're menaces right now. They're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. He goes, "Is it open?" Dale goes, "Almost." Try again. And then Hank comes up and he goes, "What are you doing? Get out of there! Get out of there!" Did you stop to think that maybe the backhoe wasn't the best tool for opening up a beer can? Uh, it probably wasn't. <laughs> Bill goes, "Yeah, Hank, I did." <laughs> and then Boomhauer walks up and literally trips in the hole. Uh, falls right into the stupid hole. Yeah. Uh, and so um, Hank catches him, uh, and Boom says, uh, that, oh, oh, man. And, <laughs> and immediately Dale points at him and goes, Hank did it. God damn, Dale. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a terrible friend. He really terrible. is. Uh, Hank says, uh, what would you guys think if someone had a beer with us out here? Bill goes, like, someone just wandering over like a stranger? Bill goes, or Hank says, no, 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 this guy I know, you know, he's a good guy. Uh, Dale's like, uh, it's a big alley. Uh, then up drives um, Hal, and uh, Dale says, uh, or I'm sorry, Bill says, boy, Hank sure does seem excited. Uh, Hank comes over and gets him and goes, Hal, this is Dale, Bill, and Boomhauer. And now we finally hear some actual words from Hal. Actual words, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, fellas, and Boomhauer, yo. Uh, he says, uh, say, look, uh, Hank told me about your situation and I was uh, thinking you could just use a metal detector to trace the pipes back to your tank. Well, uh, uh, Dale thinks this is the funniest thing ever. He's like, immediately threatened by this guy. You can tell he goes, a metal detector, the detector would go off constantly due to the high level of extraterrestrial alloy in our soil, which acts as a homing beacon to the Martian capital of city. <laughs> Which I just love that. I protect the city. Uh, Hank just kind of laughs, uh, uh, you know, because he's uh, he literally almost immediately embarrassed by his friends. Uh, he says, yeah, yeah, that's a good joke, Dale. Dale sure can tell a joke. Hal comes back with, hey, you know, on the way over, I passed this huge track hoe, 14-tonner. What do you say we go check it out? Dale's like, sorry, we got business to transact. Hank says, like, I'll go. And they just leave, you know. Yeah. So, um uh, later, we see all the guys standing in the alley. They're literally, they got nothing else to do but just stand there, drink, and wait on Hank to come back. It's That's like, it. They're counting, the, they're counting down the minutes and the hours well, until it's like their leader a comes back. and a watch missing or it's something. It's like he's their you know? fierce leader or something. Oh, know? he is definitely their fierce leader. Uh, we'll take care to our leader. <laughs> you come, come, city. Yeah, from the, the uh, city. <laughs> we hear Bill, uh, uh, everybody's looking at their watches. He goes, uh, Hank's going to come back now. Dale's goes, nope. He goes, now. Nope. This dang old pathetic, man. Uh, don't we get bad things to do sitting around and dang old talking about old later? And he just walks off. He's pissed. So Boomhauer's pissed. Uh, Bill says, uh, you know, I'm surprised Boomhauer stayed as long as he did. Uh, and that is our first commercial break. So first we will take it. Break. And we'll be right back. 
let me tell you, Rusty, uh, eating healthy used to be a struggle for me, but that was before I discovered the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. The Blendjet 2. Now when fast food temptation strikes, I just blend up a delicious and nutritious protein shaker smoothie. You know, they gave us a whole bunch of those uh, little packages that came with the blender. Yeah. And there's some really good flavors in there. I mean, there's some like that matcha thing. The green matcha? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty damn good. Uh, Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up smoothies at work, uh, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. Mm. It's small enough to fit uh, in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Maybe a human thumb. Don't. It doesn't. Don't put your thumb in it. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15-plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C, which has saved us all. There's nothing worse than turning that USB thing over and over and over and over and then finally finding how it plugs in, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't USB-C like that saved yes. us, saved USB-C us saved us all. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. <laughs> Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. Uh, there's 30 plus colors and patterns to choose from. There's a Blendjet 2 to complement just about any style. I have, um, we have a pink one? Lavender. Pink one. I think ours is lavender. Uh, yeah. Mine is the Toy Story Aliens. Oh, yeah. It's like the Pizza Planet one. Ooh, yeah. That one. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. They've got some really cool uh, uh, colors, and yeah. but I really like the patterns. I know one of the people here got one that looks like Woody the Sheriff. Is there a code mm. with them? There is a code. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and glab, gra- <laughs> grab yours glibity, today. Glibity glab glob. it today. Glibity, glibity, glob. Uh, and when you do glab it, uh, make sure you use the promo code. B-W-A-A-A-1-2. That's to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code BWAAA12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Blendjet 2, formerly known as Blendjet. (laughs) Hey, everyone. It's me, your puzzle-loving pal. Did you know I was a puzzle-loving pal? I didn't know you were a (laughs) puzzle-loving pal. I got to tell you about my latest obsession. It's Wongo Puzzles. Uh, These things are the real deal. They are high-quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I have been there. I will tell you this. uh, My parents, you know, they're very old and decrepit, and uh, they make... Uh, they they do puzzles all the damn time. Yeah, like there's always a table that what has else like an unfinished do, right? puzzle. Yeah, it's either that or I don't know. Die. Feel, <laughs> feel your bones. Uh, so they these puzzles, these Wongo puzzles, they are a hundred percent wooden. Uh, they'll last forever. Uh, each piece is hand drawn. Just think about that for a second. Each piece is hand drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsy pieces as you work through it. Whimsy. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. You know, before we started doing this, I didn't realize how many people I know already have these Wongo puzzles. I mean, they're they're apparently pretty. pretty You can't go wherever Juan go. With uh, stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. I loved doing the snow globe puzzle myself. It was great to pull out a puzzle and be done in a night and not have it on the table for a week. Uh, So what are you waiting for? Let's go to Wongo Puzzles, W-O-N-G-O Puzzles.com and pick a puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code B-W-A-A-A for 10% off your order. 
It's the most fun you'll have with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to wongopuzzles.com and use your code BWAAA to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. And we are back from that wonderful commercial announcement. Um, so now it's nighttime, and we see Hal drive Hank back up to his house. Uh, and, of course, they have the loveliest of parting words. Uh, Hank says, all right, then. Hal goes, yep. And that's literally it. Uh, he gets out of the truck. Uh, the truck drives off, and Hank kind of looks over, and he sees people in the dark pulls out a little uh, flashlight he's got on his keychain, shines it at him, uh, and you hear both of them just, ah, uh, because it's almost like they're possums in the yeah. freaking alley, you know, waiting. Hank's like, what are you guys doing? Dale says, oh, so you care what we're doing, do you? Then Bill says, he doesn't care. Uh, Dale says, you said you'd be back in a minute. We waited a minute. Then we waited another. Bill chimes in with, and then after about a million minutes, I forgot why I was counting. Hank said, well, what's the big deal? You don't get upset when I come home late from work. Dale says, one, we get very upset when you come home from work late. And two, you were out with him. Bill says, don't you, or uh, sorry, Bill says, didn't you think Peggy might be worried about you being gone so long? Hank says, I called her. Bill says, yeah, well. And then Hank just turns off the flashlight and goes inside. Uh, and uh, Dale states the problem. He says, we're being phased out. Bill just says, out. Out. It's rough, man. It is rough. rough yeah, he's the, phasing the, out his buddies It seems to be here. rough on all three of them, but especially these two idiots. Uh, okay. I don't know. So now we see inside the Hill House, and the weirdest thing, Peggy and Bobby are standing there playing slap fight with their hands, you know, wherever you have to pull oh, your yeah, hands yeah. out in Artie's time. Oh, yeah, got me something for that. Uh, hot hands. Red hot hand, hands. Slapsy, slapjack, or red tomato. Apparently started in northern Britain. Really? Uh, that's, that's People started slapping each other's hands in Northern, Northern Britain. Britain. I guess that's where it originated. The game that uh, uh, took over the world. Uh, and it, so Bobby, you hear him go, ah, ow. And then Peggy says, do not watch the eyes, Bobby. The eyes cannot be trusted. Bobby says, fool me once, shame on you, fool on me. Ow! And he gets slapped again. Uh, Hank comes in. He goes, hey, Peggy, uh, Hal just took me to the store that only sells fireplace hardware. Peggy says, fireplace hardware, Boomhauer must have been in hog heaven. Do we know that Boomhauer's got a thing for fireplaces? I don't know. I've never heard. It's kind of funny though. That I mean, he must have a thing for fireplaces. Got a thing for fireplaces. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, Hank says, uh, "Yeah, well, I really didn't invite Boomhauer or Bill or Dale for that matter." Uh, and then you hear another uh, slap. But Bobby gets slapped on the hands. Uh, Hank says, "What? Uh, part of the fun of the, the doing the house stuff uh, is with somebody new. If you guys can't handle that, well, then that's why I don't tell them." Uh, and he's kind of right. I mean, you know, what, what's their what's their big beef? What's with, the big beef yeah. with it? Yeah, like he's allowed to have other friends. So uh, now we transition to the next day. We see. Well, I don't know. You know, maybe at that age, it's like they've it is, all been friends it since is high tough. school. So it's like, oh, you got a new friend? Like, yeah. we're not good enough. Like, we've mm -hmm. all been like singular this singular group for like thirty years, and now you got to add somebody new. You do yeah, reach maybe. a certain age where you're like, yeah, I'm not making any friends. I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can make acquaintances. But friends that I actually hang out with, that's a little different. Yeah, that is different. So the next thing is the next day we see Hal waiting out front of his house uh, for Hank to pick him up. Uh, he's kind of checking his watch. Uh, he, Hank pulls up, Hank, Hal, uh, and uh, Hal gets in. Of course, he puts his seatbelt on. They drive off. 
Hank says, so where's that bait and tackle shop you won't shut up about? Well, number one, neither one of them is not shutting up about something. I mean, they're just they're yeah, silent. Yeah, they're silent so, as hell. So, I mean, well, two or three <laughs> words about something might can be considered rambling. I, on, I have maybe. to assume he mentioned it once, you know. Yeah, and that was too much. Yeah. Hal says, oh, false alarm, Hank. Uh, went last night. They don't know a floater from a sinker. Which, uh, okay. Uh, he says, now, you want to see a great new store, make a left at the light, and then go out to McManerberry. Uh, sports shop that spins around used to be a restaurant. The restaurant that they ate at, actually, uh, according to Artie is here, the same one. Hank and Peggy ate there as old as the hills. That episode is old as the hills. Yeah, they that's, that's the same, the same one, and now yeah. it's been turned into a uh, sports store. Yep. All right. Seems weird, but sure. So they are at the uh, the sports store, and then we see the Bugabago out to the side there, and we find that Bill and Dale are in there spying. They're watching the two of them. Yeah, uh, really weird. He says ten fifteen. Picks up Hal. He's talking into like one of those little cassette recorders, you know, little voice recorders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bill's like, "What?" And then he just holds it up to his ear and plays it back to him, and it goes ten fifteen. Hank picks up Hal. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Hank and yeah, Hal just yeah. going back and forth. Uh, and then inside the spinning sports store, well, number one, you see both Hal and Hank standing there, and they have to wait for the thing to spin just right so they can walk down the walk aisle. Walk down the aisle, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it lines up. Uh, Hank says, That'd so. That'd be a terrible store. <laughs> so he goes, so this guy's trying to fill a service tank. Hank, uh, Hal's like, uh-huh. And the drip lip vent is in the 6 o'clock position. Hal says, instead of 12 o'clock? Hank says, exactly. You sure you never worked in propane? He goes, that's a hobby, that's all. Uh, and then we see uh, Dale again. He's got these giant binoculars out now. And yeah. he goes, I'm losing him, slowly. So as the thing turns, he's losing he's losing sight of him. Yeah. All right, now uh, <clears throat> we are at Earl's Guitars. Which we have certainly seen yeah, we've before. Seen Earl before, yeah, he's the he's a crazy old guy. Well, that's where uh, he took Betsy to get yeah, he fixed. Took right? Betsy to get fixed, yeah, yeah. And so both of them are sitting there with their acoustic guitars, and they're like tapping their feet and talk and singing a song. Uh, and the night got deadly quiet, right. and yeah, his face no lost all expression. Yeah. Said, "If you're gonna play the game, boy, you got to learn to play yeah. it right." And then uh, you got to know when <laughs> to hold right. them. Well, you get to that, but it's no Bill. It's Bill yeah. in the Bugabago singing along with them because they can hear them. Yeah. So we we've got a, a a real stakeout going here with these two idiots. Dale says uh, when to hold them, right. and then it transitions a little later. Yeah, I was to, the highwayman yeah, along the coach roads. Both, I did right. <laughs> they're both singing the highwayman yeah. song, and they don't realize that Hank and uh, Hal leave. They don't even notice it. Uh, and so now we are, uh, uh, we're back at, uh, at the Hill neighborhood and both of them pull up in the Bugabago into Dale's driveway. Uh, and, uh, they see the backhoe working over the fence and they're both immediately kind of pissed. Uh, Bill's like, Hey, w what's that there, there, over there. Dale's like, Hey, and then they run over to see what's going on and, uh, they see Hank and Hal come up to him, and Hal says, Dale, Bill, they don't speak. They're obviously pissed. Super pissed. Hank says, Dale, Bill, they still don't speak. Uh, and then Hal says, boy, I tell you, your tank's as big as a school bus. Uh, laid in pretty nicely, all the same. Bill says, all I see is trespassing. And then <laughs> Hank and Hal's like, Hank, Hal. And then he just leaves. Uh, Dale says, that was our project. Hank says, you should be thanking me. 
Uh, Hal worked at backhoe as fast, uh, so we're going to save a couple days on the rental, yep. which, I mean, that makes sense, right? You rented the thing, you're going to yeah, save yeah, a couple yeah, days because he worked it couple, really fast. Save a couple bucks. Yeah. Bill says, uh, yeah, with that money you save, you can buy your friend a dozen roses. And uh, Dale, of course, p- types in, now you're buying him roses? That's it, Hank. It's us or him. Uh, Hank says, you can't make me choose. Uh, uh, Bill says, us or him? He goes, all right, him. <laughs> Bill taken back a little bit because uh, him means how, you know. That's the way yeah. we phrase the question. And Hank just leaves. Uh, Bill, uh, yeah, Bill says, uh, you think we, we went wrong making him choose? Dale says, uh, where we went wrong is not staying with that backhoe. Whoever controls the backhoe controls Hank. Bill's like, you think? He goes, yes, I do think. As long as we're, for lack of a better word, incompetent with the backhoe, we will be Hankless. Bill says, I know a place where we can practice. The Army's got an old minefield that no one ever goes out to. Wow, that is a bad idea, Bill. Uh, Dale says, uh, don't be insane, Bill. We'll never get past security. Not that we might blow up. We just won't get, get past, past security. security. Yeah. But knowing them, if they would have got on that minefield, that would have been the last of <laughs> those the two. the last time you ever saw They're them. the most incompetent of the bunch. Dale says, uh, but I know an abandoned pet cemetery. Abandoned Pet Pet Cemetery, cemetery. which is the craziest phrase. I know an abandoned pet cemetery with our names on it. Uh, Next next thing we see, we're at the pet cemetery. They've got the backhoe out there. Pet cemeteries are wild just to think of a constant period for me, too. My backyard is a pet cemetery. That's exactly right. Uh, And so we see them both out there. Uh, Bill is digging with the backhoe. Dale says, uh, nice hole, Bill. He goes, thank you. May I? And then he says, please. And he lets him drive it. He goes, Nickel says I can pick that dandelion over there and bring it back here, blow on it, and make a wish. Well, bullshit. We know you can't do <laughs> yeah, that. You couldn't you get can. anywhere near the can. Uh, uh, Bill is like, come on. And then uh, they're both just like cheering each other on. Come on, honey pie. Come on, baby. Come on, sweetie. Come on, baby. Uh, and then finally, Dale says, Bill, shift your weight. Lean forward because he's trying to reach that thing. He says, all right. And then... The next thing we see is the backhoe topples over and falls into the giant hole that yep. they've dug, right? And then Bill says, uh, oh, oh, maybe we could uh, hold on to that tree branch and swing out of the hole like a monkey in the jungle. He grabs onto a tree branch. The branch breaks off, and the thing falls even further down. And that takes us to our second commercial break. We will take that, and we'll be right back. Hey, Rusty, did you know that you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I mean, I mean, I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned a bottle around to actually see what's inside. You know, recently I did, and I found out many of my favorite creamers, like especially the one my wife used to use, uh, they contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, ooh, dipotassium phosphate, whatever that is, terrible artificial flavors. I don't, I can't take artificial flavors a lot of the time. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good on any flavoring. Taste, they taste gross. I like. I don't like flavors in my coffee. I like. Co- I like the earth and flavor of. Coffee. I mean, I love coffee. Don't get me wrong. I I do love it. I just um, I don't like all that crap in my coffee. Right. Yeah. No. Who does that? So let me tell you about Laird Superfoods. Then, uh, they have better ingredients, amazing taste, and functional benefits. Uh, Laird Superfood creamers are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel into your routine. Now, they're all natural. They've got whole food ingredients. Uh, They contain naturally occurring MCTs from coconut oil. Everybody tells you coconut oil is good for you. Mm -hmm. There's no artificial flavors, no colors, no additives, uh, no sugar from highly refined corn syrup. So that's a big deal right there. Um, 
if you take one thing you do every day and make it better, Laird developed his creamer himself to stay powered for a day on the waves. He was a big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton was, and he needed a morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. So he made this creamer, and it is, uh, it, it's crazy, crazy good. Uh, Laird sources high-quality plant-based ingredients globally and puts an emphasis on U.S. sources whenever possible. They aim to source responsibly and sustainably and believe that the food you consume should be as good for the earth as they are for you. They have honest and transparent products and labels. Uh, if you try it, you won't go back. Um, they have functional superfood creamers, instant lattes, and prebiotic greens. They have a variety of snacks and supplements full of wholesome plant-based ingredients to keep you charged for wherever life takes you. So to get a deal on Laird Superfoods, I need you to go to zen.ai, B-W-A-A-A, king of the hill. So that's zen.ai slash B-W-A-A-A, king of the hill. And your offer code there is B-W-A-A-A. So Laird Superfoods makes a better creamer that keeps you powered all day, and it's better for you, the earth, and your coffee. What do you say, Rusty? You want to go get some coffee? Mmm. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rusty. Yeah. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? Oh, no. I don't know about you, but like 2.33 o'clock, I just hit a wall almost every day. I was shocked to learn that even mild dehydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, brain fog. But luckily, there's a cure. Oh, there is? Uh, actually, I should have said there's a solution. It's called cure. Cure hydration. Uh, the cure hydration is an oral rehydration solution, or ORS, uh, that contains the perfect balance of electrolytes. You know how important that is because plants crave it. Super important. And glucose to help your body absorb water and rehydrate quickly. The formula is made with all natural ingredients like coconut water, powder, and pink Himalayan salt. Whoopee. And it is free from artificial flavors, sweeteners, and preservatives. Cure Hydration is vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Uh, that makes it a great option for anyone with dietary restrictions and preferences. Uh, the packets that they give you, they're convenient. They're easy to use. You just mix them with water and drink. They're perfect for on-the-go, travel, or anytime you need quick hydration. Uh, hydration is more than just drinking water, Rusty. It is, uh, that's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. I've known people like that. My yeah, wife, my yeah, wife yeah, drinks yeah. so much water, it's crazy. Lauren found Cure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mix, to make hydration easy for everyone. Uh, Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they only use the highest ingredients and quality plant-based uh, stuff to avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on their website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. So are you ready to combat dehydration? Absolutely. You, you can try Cure today and feel, difference for, feel the difference for yourself. Use your code. B-W-A-A-A. <laughs> You're good for 20% off your order. Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use our special code BWAAA for 20% off your order. Uh, your coupon will be activated at checkout. Try Cure Hydration. Stop drying out. All right, and we are back for the rest of uh, this episode. Uh, we've got Bill and Dale stuck in a backhoe in a hole in a, an abandoned pet cemetery. 
Uh, we've got Hank not knowing where they're at, not yeah, knowing what's screaming. going on. Yeah, they're screaming. They're just right screaming now. for help. Yep. And finally, Dale's like, ah, forget it. No one can hear us. Or if they can, they don't care. He looks at Bill and says, you're lucky. You're in the Army. you got a tracking device in your teeth. They'll find you. <laughs> and Bill says, I'll tell them. <laughs> I'll tell them where you are. Dale's like, you're good people. You're good people. Tracking device in your teeth. Uh, all right, so now we go back to the Hill House. Hank is on his landline phone uh, standing there in the kitchen. Peggy and Bobby are over there cooking, and uh, we overhear Hank's conversation. He goes, Hal, it's Hank. Uh, beer? Uh, sure. Uh, well, no, that won't work. My wife will have dinner ready in an hour, and you're over 20 minutes away. Yeah, next time. And he just hangs up, and he says to, to both of them, so, Bobby, uh, you know, it's been a while since we've had a shoe shine party. And, of course, Bobby's like, oh, I'll get my box. And he runs off. Peggy says, Hank, you don't really want to watch Bobby shine your shoes. He goes, honey, why don't you go out into the alley and have a beer with the guys? He says, all right. But what about Bobby? She says, well, it's Spa, Peggy, and Meatballs night. This is the first time we hear about Spa, Peggy, and Meatballs, right? We haven't heard about Spa, Peggy, nah, and Meatballs she, yet. she said before, yeah. Has she? It's Spa, Peggy, and Meatballs night. You Which is just spaghetti. That it's she all it is. Spa, Peggy, and it's probably shit, I imagine. <laughs> She's like, you It's probably not, not good. Well, I'm sure it's a jar of ragu. You uh, know? Probably not even ragu. It's probably like Classico <laughs> or something. It's Hill, probably just some country, random. Hill Country Farms. Yeah, Hill yeah, Country ragu. Farms. It is, it's probably, and actually, I like this. You know those canned hunts? Oh, yeah, the canned sauce. Yeah. But those can be good if you season them yeah. after you put, uh, and you put them in the pot. I think yeah. she even seasons it. Oh, no, I doubt oh, it. Yeah. Very seriously, thinking about She's her brown Betty. Yeah. I don't think she seasons anything. Oh, no, she, no you know what she does? She puts brown sugar in it. Oh, that's oh, right. No, yeah, it's probably that. sweet. Oof, gross. Yeah. Uh, and so she says, uh, since it's Spa, Peggy, and Meatballs night, you do not have to worry about Bobby. So next thing we see is we see Hank going out to the alley, and we very rarely see this. Uh, he's carrying a six-pack. Yep. You know, we don't we don't see him carry around beer very often. Uh, he's out there looking for the guys. Boomhauer walks up, uh, and he goes, Boomhauer? He, right. he just kind of, he's, he's pissed off at him, too. We never really see how pissed off Boomhauer is until right now. Uh, he goes, uh, Hank says, well, you know, it used to be a lot more lively around here. Yep. So, uh, got any big dates? And this is when Boomhauer snaps at the most unlikely time. He says, yeah. man, they don't leave me alone, man. I'm talking about them old question, man. All them question, 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 man. Nothing like dang old mother and my Boomhauer. When you going to get married? Make me a grandmother. No, they don't, man. He just walks off. He just walks <laughs> off like, pissed. He has, yeah. he has this explosion of mumbling and just walks off. All right, now we go to the pet cemetery at night. Uh, there is this a, is a funny ass joke. There too. is a red eyed beady rat looking down at him. Uh, Bill, uh, they are. <laughs> I'm assuming it's gotten cold because yeah. they're spooning in the uh, in the cab of the backhoe. Uh, Bill is the small spoon, and Dale is the big spoon. Uh, and <laughs> Dale says, "An exterminator in a pet cemetery. I have many enemies here." And Bill's just sobbing. I mean, he's just literally sobbing. Uh, okay. Now um, we transition to Hal and Hank in a what looks like a park. Uh, and they've got both their trucks there, and they're standing behind the trucks, and they're just drinking beer like Hank does in the alley. Uh, and I'm assuming it's because this is like halfway from here where Hal lives and halfway where Hank lives. Yeah. So they're kind of meeting in the middle. Which is funny. Uh, Hal says, uh, took me 17 minutes to get here. Hank says, huh, took me 18. Maybe tomorrow we can meet, uh, I don't know, that Exxon over there. That ought to even things out. <laughs> okay, who cares, Hank? That's funny. Uh, Hal says, oh, man, I don't know. I got a, I only get a 45-minute lunch hour. 
That's a weird. That's a weird that's thing funny, to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because you got to think though. You only get forty five minutes for real because you get fifteen minutes to get there and get back. You mm-hmm. got the. You got to. You got to have leeway. Well, I always think this, this misnomer like that for a lunch hour, which often is only thirty minutes, forty five minutes, whatever, and then you go into a bar and you see happy hour. It'll be like from three to seven. Yeah. Well, that's not an hour. It's that's an that's hour. way more than an hour. Well, I think it's more of, and you're probably one. You're right, Rusty. But I think it's also more that can probably follows that fifteen minutes is on fifteen minutes early is on time thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, if he's anything like Hank, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So he only goes forty five minutes instead of yeah. The whole hour. Yeah, I don't doubt that one bit. Uh, People and I work with go for they make an hour into an hour and a half. Yeah. Exactly. Hours. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, he says, I don't know. I only get a 45 minute lunch hour. Let's try getting together tonight. Hank says, uh, I don't know. By the time I get home from Strickland propane and come down from the day, come down from the day, all the excitement of selling propane. Uh, he goes, let's shoot uh, for next Saturday. Hank says, yeah. Uh, Oh no. Saturday's Bobby's football game. And I love this. Yeah. Saturday is Bobby's football game. And he really likes me to watch it with watch him. Watch it with him. It's, he never not, gets to play, yeah. it's not Bobby in a football game. He just wants to watch a football game. Uh, so they're both like, eh, okay. And then Hal finally goes, well, I guess that's it then. Uh, Hank says, yeah, well, take care of that truck of yours. And then they both just toss the cans in the back of the truck and they leave. That's it. That's it. Hank looks in the, uh, in the uh, rearview mirror because he's got uh, the gambler playing on his radio. He goes, no in the hood. <laughs> he just says yeah. to himself, I'm going to miss that crazy bastard. <laughs> like, he was just a, a goofball, just a nut. homoerotic undertones <laughs> in this one It's here. ridiculous. Yeah. All right, we're back at the Pet Cemetery. We see vultures circling the in the hot sun over the hole that the backhoe is in. Uh, and then we get Dale saying, we invested all that time and effort in Hank, and he's forsaken us. Bill says, uh, well, everything forsakens me. Uh, I mean, sometimes I think I should just stop putting myself out there. And Dale says, uh, we don't need Hank. Now, I want to point out that they, they have been in this thing for one night, right? They've been in this yeah. hole for one night. There are flies everywhere. Bill and Dale both look like they've been uh, in the jungle for a month. They're just dirty and disgusting. disgusting. They're, 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 it's they're, only been overnight, yeah. <laughs> their stubble's all grown out. I mean, they look terrible. Rough. Uh, and uh, and uh, the flies are what got me. There's so many flies buzzing all around them. their head and everything. Oh, my yeah. God. Bill's got his shirt off and tied around his head like he's in the noonday sun or something. Uh, <laughs> Dale says, we don't need Hank. We're two beta males at the top of our game. Beta males, not beta. alpha males, beta, beta males. males. Yeah. <laughs> and Bill says, and you didn't mention that we're lovable. I've got a lot of love to give. He goes, I know. Oof. Uh, all right. Next thing we see is Bobby shining some shoes. And Bobby is uh, obviously into this role play of the shoe shiner. He goes, uh, how's the market been treating you, sir? I took a pretty big hit today. I got worries. Then we hear the door. Uh, we hear a knock at the door. Hank gets up. Of course, his shoes are the ones being shined. Uh, and then we see Jimsy. I don't know that we ever see Jimsy again, but uh, Jimsy from Jimsy's Equipment. So a lot of thought going into those names. Yeah, a lot of thought. Oh, Jimsy, huh? <laughs> he says, yeah, "Hey, I, I don't, yeah, yeah we never different. see. I don't think we ever see Jimsy again." He goes, "Hey, how are you? You want to have a beer?" Because I like at this point, Hank is like into making new friends. You know? Yeah. Jimsy says, "I want my backhoe." He goes, "It wasn't returned by Dale Gribble or Bill Dotrieve." He goes, "No." 
And so now um, we go back to, or we kind of go into this montage where Hank starts looking for the guys. You know, first thing he does is he goes to Con's house. Con comes and he goes, uh, I saw him drive off uh, in a joyride with backhoe. You mean they missing? And then he calls out the man. He goes, man, hey, man. Two down, one to go, or two down, two to go. Two down, two to go. <laughs> it's rough. That's so now we get kind of a montage, and I had to write uh, my extra notes on the back all about the montage. Okay, I, here we go. I tend montage to get ahead of notes. My, yeah, I tend to get ahead of myself. There's your montage. There we go. So he's driving around and looking. He pulls up to a bunch of guys sitting on a fence. Uh, they're also drinking beer kind of in an alley. And he shows a picture of the two guys to him. They both, they all just like shake their head. Then he shows a picture of the backhoe, and they all know that it went this way. You know? Yeah, <laughs> they all they point, all point there. the direction yeah. that it's going. It's like a Benny Hill montage. <laughs> and then Hank drives a little more, and he looks at the fence, and then he looks over to the other side and just sees destroyed fence everywhere. So he knows exactly where to go because they yeah, drove yeah, yeah. right through the damn. They fence. drove through everything that they weren't supposed yeah. to. <laughs> and then could even drive um, on the road. So he continues to drive uh, after seeing the destroyed fence. He knows which way to go. He finally ends up at the pet cemetery. He gets out. He's looking around. He follows the uh, tracks in the ground all the way over to the hole where the backhoe is. Uh, and he just kind of looks down into the backhoe. Uh, and we're hearing from um, Dale. He's talking to Bill down there in the hole. He goes, there's got to be something to eat in that box. Uh, Hank just kind of chuckles and he goes, looks like a fun project. And they both just kind of groan and look up. Dale says, it's none of your business. We were just on our lunch break, which is over. So if you don't mind, we'll be getting back to work. Uh, Bill says, uh, he, he's with the backhoe <laughs> still in the hole. He goes, yeah, that's good. Did you see it move? And like, they're trying to, you know, make it move yeah. and stuff. Hank says, all right, well, I'll get out of your hair. But uh, before I go, I'm curious, what's the best way of driving out of that hole? I mean, you guys have more experience with this machine than me. Uh, he goes, what, what do you think? Would it be better to widen the hole beyond that tree than extend the, the, the boom plant and, and bucket, let out the outriggers, then release and replant the bucket? Uh, and <laughs> Dale says, well, we, we'll humor your little experience, but uh, you have to slow down. So like, he, he didn't even follow the plan. No, nah, he didn't here. even care. Hank says, on your left there, pull the extender as far back, and Bill puts his puts his hand on it. He goes, left, is it? He goes, yeah, the lever closest to me. Take that in your hand. He finally does. He goes, good. Then everybody's groaning. They're trying to get out of the hole. Uh, and then they finally do what Hank says. The backhoe is up and out of the hole. These guys are safe. They fall out of the cab uh, with Bill saying, oh, my leg's. Uh, they both fall down, and Hank says, well, you haven't moved in 50 hours. 50 hours. So it's been two 50 days. 50 hours in the hole. It's Ooh. been two days in the hole. Uh, Golly. <laughs> and so Bill says, thanks, but no thanks, Hal's friend. Uh, Dale says, where's Hal? Huh, Hank? He's go Hal's gone? They realize that their friend is back because Hal is gone. Yeah. Uh, and he says, yep. He goes, uh, all right, let's go. And then uh, he's kind of trying to help Bill get back up because Bill's on very shaky legs. Very shaky legs, like they, a newborn baby deer. Right. Yeah. They, they both get him back up. Uh, Dale says, you think you can ignore me for two days and then act like nothing happened? Hank says, all right, look, you guys. Uh, you guys are something Hal will never be, my neighbors. And uh, Dale, that's enough for him. Apology accepted. I mean, just immediately. Uh, Bill blows his nose. He's crying. He goes, all right. You, you, Hank says, you're very delirious. Uh, and then uh, no, because Bill says, Bill says friendship, yeah, is, friendship our is our country's sweetest, wine. sweetest yeah. wine. Yeah. And then they both help him up. 
And then Dale comes back with, so I was thinking on the backhoe rental, your friend Hal should chip in. I mean, he used it too. Hank says, I can put you back in the ground. And then that's it. We go to credits. And then they, the, it, the, the, the noise the, they, is Dale's uh, glue. Well, <laughs> the nice thing I like is that they get into the backhoe and they drive it off and they literally drive it off into the sunset. You know, yeah, it's, very, it's a very, very sweet. cute moment. Very, very sweet. We get our credits, and then after the credits again, like you said, we hear... Yeah. So it's just Dale making aliens. Dale doing the alien noises. And that's it, man. That is uh, season that is four, it. episode eight, Not In My Backhoe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. Thank you guys for being here once again. We really appreciate it. Um, uh, also, we, we love. Uh, by the way, sorry, we love uh, the emails that you send. We got another one this week. We'll go yeah. over that on the Friday episode. Oh, cool! Um, I was wondering what we were doing for Friday. Yeah, Mike had something for us. Yeah, we uh, we'll go over that and kind of talk about some of the stuff that yeah. he talks about in the email. Um, I, I just I, I literally I feel like Bill now. You know, I'm going to tear up here, but I I love our fans. I love the people that interact yeah, with too. us. It's awesome, Jordan. Stuff. You're the best. Um, uh, you know what Artie, else I love? You're the best. I mean, it's just I, fantastic. I love all the Britons, the Britonians, the Britannians. Britonians, Britannians. Uh, the Britons that are watching. Uh, we are in the top 200. It's great. On Apple Podcasts for TV reviews in Great Britain. We're in the top 250 in Canada, and we're in the top uh, 100 in the United States Canada's of America. Canada's not a real place. Yeah. Is Canada a real place? Yeah. And... Uh, the animation conversation is the number one animation and manga podcast in Croatia right now. Ah, Croatia. Thanks, Croatia. Uh, and number six on, in the leisure category of podcasts. Leisure category. Uh, actually, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So in that category, the top ones are, uh, uh, I don't know, some iHeartRadio show, some yeah. BBC show. Yeah. And we're like right there. With Very them, nice. But in Croatia. Very nice. So Not this show. No, not this but show. But animation conversation. Animation conversation. The one you do with yeah, that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for listening. We really appreciate it. You guys that are watching, thanks again. Uh, if you get a chance, go to patreon.com slash bois and uh, check uh, check out the Patreon. We would love your support. We yeah, really yeah. appreciate it. It does cost us money to do this show, and, and anything you, you give can help. Uh, you want to tell them where else they can find us? Yeah, you can find us at bwaaakotth.com. There it is. Or and we'll be updating that site. You can find well. us at roguemedianetwork.com as roguemedianetwork.com. well. Roguemedia no All right, guys. We'll see you on Friday. Thanks again for being here. We really appreciate it. Wimitanye. Wimitanye, indeed. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.